Well, good morning and welcome to today's episode of Transformed. Today I'm going to talk to you about where do you put your trust? Welcome to today's message with Pastor Jim Balzano. You know, before I begin, I want to thank Park Home for our studio furniture and thank uh, Made by Vogel for other items that you see in our studio. You know, you think back and you look at the scriptures, Exodus 14 tells us about Israel leaving Egypt when they were captive. Now, they left on foot at the command of Pharaoh after God brought to death all of the firstborn in the land. As a matter of fact, the people of God were commanded to eat the Passover with their sandals on and their staff in their hands because they would leave in a hurry. They would walk out of the bondage of Egypt because of the power of God. Freedom was at hand, but it would not be long before that freedom would be challenged. The Bible tells us in verse 9 of chapter 14 that the Egyptians chased after them with all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh, his horsemen and his army, and they overtook them camping beside the sea. So what do you do if you're an unarmed people on foot when you're being chased down by warriors, horses, and chariots and the might of Egypt? They have no choice but to depend upon the might of God who brought them out in the first place. It would not be long until they saw the horses of Egypt swallowed up in the Red Sea because of the power of God. And it would give birth to that great song, the horse and a rider have been thrown into the sea. Now, after that, twice in the book of Deuteronomy, Moses reminded the people of God's power over the horses and chariots of Egypt. He does it in chapters 11 and chapters 20. God was giving the people a reminder of God's great power so that they would not put their trust in horses of Israel, but rather in the God of Israel. Now, sandwiched between those two reminders, God gave a command to the kings of Israel. And this is what he said. The king shall not multiply horses for himself, nor shall he cause the people to return to Egypt to multiply horses, since the Lord has said to you, you shall never go that way again. Now, not only did God not want the people to put their trust in horses, he wanted to ensure that his kings did not either. After all, kings set the pace for leaders or for people. Leaders set the pace for those in the organization. Parents, you're the leaders. You set the pace for your kids. Trust, what we trust in is a demonstration to those we lead. So God says to the kings, I don't want you multiplying horses, nor do I want you to go to Egypt to do it. It's interesting that God gave them the great victory over the mighty horses of Egypt as a backdrop to the command to his kings to not trust in the might of a horse. Rather, they were to trust in the Lord. The horse is a symbol of the fleshly strength, and it's a symbol of might in war. And God specifically was telling them, don't you put your trust in that kind of might. He specifically told them, don't you go back to Egypt, which was at that time the principal source of war horses. An alliance with Egypt to gain horses would cause a dependence upon Egypt that God never intended for his people. It was not that God didn't want them to have horses. He wanted them to trust in him more than the might of a horse. You see, an undue emphasis upon the strength and the might of the horse would create a security that would come from earthly or fleshly strength rather than spiritual strength, which came from God. 
Let me ask you a question. Where does your trust rest today? Your money, job, your skill set, your understanding, your intellect? The great King David knew the secret of his strength. The kid who killed the giant with a mere sling and a stone wasn't about to become a man who would trust in his own might and his own strength. Psalm 20, he said, Now I know that the Lord saves his anointed. He will answer him from his holy heaven. With the saving strength of his right hand, he will save him. Some boast in chariots and some in horses, but we will boast in the name of our Lord. Here's the deal. In our lives, we're going to face situations which are going to have, make us make a decision on where we're going to put our trust. Where are we going to rely on? What's our might going to be in? Now, it might not be as dramatic as standing at the Red Sea with the armies of Egypt drawing down upon you. But nevertheless, we have an enemy who pursues us. The enemy of your soul wants to use situations and circumstances in your life to destroy you. And in those moments, you have to come to a place, where's my trust lie? Who's my trust in? What is my trust based upon? It's amazing when you look at the story of Israel. It was the blood of the lamb that released them from the bondage of Egypt to become a nation of kings and priests. You know, the Bible says we're kings and priests, that we're kings and priests of God in this world because of the blood of the lamb. You see, it's amazing to me. Why is it that we will believe the blood for salvation and deliverance, but not continual victory over the enemy? The same might that delivers us is the same might that keeps delivering us. The God who saved the Israelites because of the blood is the same God that gives them victory over horses. The Bible says we're kings and priests. Therefore, our trust is not to be in earthly might. It is not to be, you know, we don't want to spend our life trying to multiply our earthly strength, our earthly might, our fleshly strength. Yes, God gives us that ability. God makes us strong. But our trust and our might is in God. You're a king. You're a priest. You're strong in the Lord, not on your own strength, but because of who he is. And so let me encourage you, even this week, maybe you'll face something that challenges your trust. Maybe you'll face a situation. Maybe you'll face a circumstance. You, gotta, you have to trust. What are you going to trust in? Who are you going to trust in? David said, some trust in chariots, some in horses. But I'm going to boast in the name of the Lord. Let me encourage you. Go boast in the name of the Lord and watch how he delivers you. Have a great week.